Hey everyone. So I want to explain a little bit, having gone through the process of how this works, this, this arrival, this theft, and then the undoing of it all. It seems, again, this is only my tiny bit of information and experience, you know, like a little piece of sand in the middle of an infinite beach of sand. It is purely my understanding. That's it. Nothing else. Nothing more, nothing less. Take it or leave it. Um, let's start with arrival. Arrival, let's start from where we come from. Source, whatever that want to call that. Paddington, Walter, God, divinity. Let's just stick with divinity because that sounds kind of like velvet, you know, very rich and comforting and elegant and beautiful. Um, in the world of royalty, purple was a very powerful color of, of kings and queens. So, yeah, let's just say divinity. It rolls off the tongue. So the divinity is, let's say, an ocean. Divinity is a bucket of water. And your arrival is a piece of that divinity, which is a drop. A drop in the ocean, a drop of rain. A drop, and it's, a, yeah, a drop of rain. And say so you're a drop of rain. But you're a drop from that enormous expanse of ocean. They call it a wave. A drop is, I feel, feels better because it's, you know, the universe is just full of so much of itself, flowers and galaxies and plants and humans. And your arrival is significant because you've arrived from source and, you know, as that little drop of rain, little drop of divinity wherever you arrive, you know, hopefully there are gardeners who are connected themselves to divinity in some way, loving. And what does that mean, connected to divinity? It means to be, to be loving and kind and compassionate. And I mean, it's got all the other stuff too, by the way, but for the most part, you know, in, in, in the beginning of a life, it requires a lot of attention and gardening and loving and taking care of and really strengthening, strengthening and bolstering and enriching that plant, that piece of divinity. So it too eventually can go off and do its own thing because it is fueled, it is rooted, it has been mirrored in the act of love, in the act of wonderful gardeners, Right, and then it goes off and does its thing, and and really, children are a gift. They don't, you know, they're a gift to us, and they don't belong to us. They're just another piece of divinity, and so you rear them and you love them and you, you know, you try not to hurt them. Sometimes it's you know you do it unconsciously, whatever, but not in any terrible way. And they go off and they become another their pieces of divinity in the world and go and create other little bits of divinity, whatever. Now, in trauma, 
there is a freezing. So you arrive and you're little and powerless and vulnerable and a big blob of divinity and then, you know, you're ready to be loved and nurtured and then suddenly something, you, you, you show up and there's an ambush. Right? There's trauma. There's evil. I just call it evil because anything that's not God is evil. And evil suggests no love, cruelty, lack of care, all of that. The stuff that's just not love, really. I suppose everything that can... And... And there's an, over, there's, an, there's an event that's an overwhelm. So there's a progressive, there's a progression to the natural life force, yeah? You come, you're a piece of divinity. I think you kind of have your own, you know, program ready to grow. Like a plant knows it's going to become a rose. Another plant knows it's going to become a sunflower. I think the program is already inside you to evolve into what you are. And... We all arrive like that, and then something happens. With me, it was my own parents sticking his dick in my mouth when I was three, right? So, boom, an event, and then I was sold to pedophiles. It was horrific. Pimps, satanic cults, in cages. I mean, horrific. It was a complete stampede, a complete refusal a complete overwhelm of this divinity with which we all come. So what happens in that moment? Well, I would say if you don't die, it's a breaker switch of life. It's just a breaker switch. Boom, Light go, lights go out, you're blinded, you're terrified, you're buried, you're drowned, and you go into a coma. It's a blackout, total blackout. And metaphorically, how I see it is you are encrusted in ice. It's like that moment when that event happened, the world freezes over for you. You're just, that moment is blacked out. It's in your system as a blockage, right? But in order for you to survive, you must sever from it. You must black it out completely so I imagine looking at this being in the tundra and and looking at this iceberg and inside the thickness of this ice is this guy sticking his dick in this little girl's mouth and it's frozen and all the other events in other pieces of ice are frozen you know in the with a pimp being told you know if you don't suck my dick I'm gonna you know, they won't eat, being sent out to these cults in cages. I mean, there are all these pieces of you which are frozen and blacked out from consciousness. Just underground. So then you black that out 
because you're fucked otherwise. And I think one of the greatest tricks of evil is it shows up as parents, right? So we are spirits in meat bags, right? We're spirits, we're intentions in meat bags, right? So this is just a cover-up for my spirit, right? My legs, my arms, my face, whatever. Inside, there's a spirit that's me. It happens to manifest itself in this particular form. Black hair, brown eyes, whatever. And the spirit within me was basically shut down, right? My divinity, the God, you're, you're severed from source. They say this over and over again, and I think it's so true. I didn't really understand it, but I do understand it now. It is not what happens that's the problem. It is not the sticking his dick in my mouth. It is not the, you know, they beat you up. It is not any of that. All that's horrific, right? Being, sitting with a pimp, asking him to suck his dick. I mean, come on, to a fucking four-year-old? Fuckers. You filth, right? Being sent out to these sickos, you know, for their sitting on laps of naked men as a little naked girl. What the fuck? That's bad enough. That's beyond horrific. But the true horror is the severing from source. Like... You're evicted from your home. Someone has literally gone into your bed. Like what happened to that little girl in Portugal? Somebody's come into your bedroom and taken you from your parents. And in this instance, it's the mothership. It's divinity, source, God. Paddington, whatever you want to call it, doesn't really matter. That's the problem. So there's a severing from God from divinity now you're in the land of ambush and predators and evil and it's very and it is very much like you know hyenas that wait to take the weakest elephant right the one that's limping the one that's too little the one that doesn't hasn't done the route across the savannah that many times it's waiting so these forces are waiting. I was actually shown in a ceremony. They were waiting for me before I was even born. So there's a whole kingdom of evil here, which, again, it's spirits and meat bags. So I had to shut all that down. I didn't remember much of my childhood. If I look back, I just kept thinking, you know, I would have wanted a really lovely dad that sat next to me and read me, you know, fairy tales and loved me. And I didn't understand why I didn't have a childhood or I couldn't remember any of it my brother recalls me just running around terrified and I recall distinctly being on the verge of death since I was born why who knows so there's no attachment to the source because the source when I say the source there's no attachment to the original injury and it is an injury disfigurement of your whole being why because that needs to be blacked out so it's like the cables are just flying around there's electricity in them but you can't, you can't find the tributary back to the original injury because you're, it's, you're fueled with terror. Now, what moves in is terror. I mean, I, they're energies. They're alive. They come up through me like they're, they're alive. They're demons, energetic demons that keep you terrified. So you black out. 
you're held hostage, you're kidnapped, really, you're hijacked as a child. There, they show up as parents. All right, it's a double trick, double whammy, because, oh, fuck, you know, the bonding that happens in child, when you're very little is very powerful, all right? And, you know, as you know, the child could be in a cage and being beaten up and killed, whatever, every day, but it won't leave because the bond is very powerful. So it's a massive trick, huge trick, right? And these energies are very, very powerful. So let's not all pretend that we can just go into a shrink's office and release them, because we can't. I don't care what ape is sitting across with the clipboard. It's not going to happen. They're energies. You are frozen in time, in that moment. They're massive. It's literally like being on the edge of a black hole. You know, they say that the, the most powerful force is when it sucks you in. Well, that's the force that you're in when you're in these energetic uh, realms. So there you are. You're now you've you've gone over the hori- the event horizon, something they call it in black holes, and you there you are. You're full in to um, this vacuum of evil, and you shut down. You've severed from source. You know it's like they're waiting for you at the gates. They're waiting for you. It's like when the salmon, you know, come up the river and all. All these people are waiting to catch them, right? They're on the banks of the river. And for me, I was literally taken out of the river, which is the energetic flow of life. And, you know, like a fish, you're put on the embankment. Well, you're not supposed to be on the embankment. You're supposed to be in the energetic flow, but you've been ambushed. Right? You've been ambushed. And so to survive, you shut that down. So now you're not connected to source. I remember we arrive as divinity. The divinity is within us, but that's been stolen, shut down. It's in a coma. So that's the first visual, is a block of ice, imagine, very in the tundra with all those events inside that, frozen. That then is frozen in your consciousness. It's like if you arrive with a hundred you know, lights or a hundred wattage of power. To resist that information is taken up a lot of power. Resistance to seeing, to being the totality of who you are. It's, it's pulling energy out of you. So I was always tired. If there's ever a moment where I'm feeling tired, I know resistance is here about something that I don't want to d- let go of. Right? Oh, I'm really, I'm like exhausted at four o'clock two weeks ago. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is definitely resistance. Right? My mother said, oh, you're always tired. You're always tired. Yeah, because I was in resistance of so much hell that I'd had to refuse, Right? So it's eating tons of energy from you. That's number one, even though it's frozen. And what's eating it is the resistance to seeing it. So now you've built this vault, right? Where you're like, you know, underground vault where you're keeping all this information inside of you and you've got a door to it. And the door is terror. The door is terror. That's the thick door. 
And then, okay, well, I've got to survive here, wherever the fuck I am. I think it's home. What the fuck? So you go into a coma, you sever, and then you begin to build according to the environment because you have to survive. So I'm looking at my mother. She's submissive to him. She's agreeing. She's tiptoeing. She's, you know, he's like a monster on the landscape. And we're all stuck in this landscape. So we're all trying to... I'm trying to... I'm three. I mean, the fucking woman is, what, 20-something. So she's a rare... I'm a little girl. So I'm figuring out how am I going to avoid... You know, how am I going to survive here? And the only way I can do that is by submitting and, and growing a self around the trestle of that evil. So I'm growing a self around the trestle of a piece of evil. A poisonous piece of shit scumbag sewer rat right I don't know that and so for me to survive I must do what he wants I have to be paralyzed infantilized submissive and agree and the trick with them was that they suddenly started buying things for me making me important right that was a payback for being sent to pimps and evil pedophiles and satanic cults and being abused like tied up in a bed to be abused that was the payback and so there's this sudden i remember very distinctly i don't remember anything before nine other than going up a steps on a boat and there was a moment where I was they bought me a a stainless steel tennis racket I was you know it was a big gift they started giving me this attention again very confusing you know being sent out to be abused terrified bullied and then suddenly gifts out of nowhere and so my little girl, you, you have to, your little boy, little girl, you need to survive. So you build according to the conditions. So this is a fuckhead. Oh, my God. It's my parent. Oh, my God. He's angry. He can't be made ang- you know, upset because he'll beat the shit out of us. I've got to make this, this piece of shit happy. And he's always looking at me and bullying me and staring at me and judging. So I'm going to build what he wants, which is basically a powerless, infantilized, terrified, um, child that is what he wants. Submission, complete and utter submission. And it's like being, you know, hijacked on the street and being put on a boat. All of it. Somebody puts a bag over your head and says, right, now you're going to row to Russia. Row wherever, right? row across the Atlantic. Well, you just do it. Somebody's got a gun against your head. You're going to build according to that shape. You're chiseled and sculpted energetically to submit and agree. And so in my story, in order to survive there, I had become the heroine 
because I was doing what he wanted and therefore I was saving him and them and therefore I was a heroine and a warrior. It was crazy. I was an abused, sexually abused, terrified child. And so so there you are. You're in this, all the stuff that's happened to you is in this block, in this frozen block. You've severed. So first of all, you sever from when the event happens, you sever from source, which is God or Paddington. Then all that horror, you black out, right? So you can't, so you, you can survive, but that's eating all this energy out of you. It's like, right? Then on top of that, you then start weaving this story about them because you have no choice but to submit to that condition, right? And your story is a story of survival. Oh, I'm a heroine. I'm a savior. Oh, he needs me to go, you know, find somebody rich to marry. Let me find them. He needs me to do well at school. I, I was a cover-up for all of his evil, really. And all the while, I'm trying to translate all this into loving, caring parents. <laughs> and what I did, and I laugh, it's a nervous laugh. What I did was any glimmer, for example, they started you know, giving me attention, etc. Suddenly now they were, you know, saints and I was putting them on pedestals and any tiny gesture of connection, which there was none, but like, for example, oh, he tucked my scarf in. Wow. Okay, then he's incredibly loving. They were horrific. But then the PR machine starts, I call it the, the bubble machine. All right, the pink candy machine starts to build and cover this up. It's all like sugared candy, which is an absolute fucking lie. But it's, you become that, right? It's a cover up to what was done. It is a, you've been sculpted by the shape of that environment, yeah? It strengthens itself by the continual storytelling of itself, right? So you become this person which has been sculpted by evil essentially you are the end result of that submission which is paralysis which is pleasing which has no character it's it's nothing but a macy's day parade balloon it looks it's a robot it looks apart it talks apart but it has no content it's a cover-up it's as i've always said it's like you know um relentlessly pouring Michelin's five-star sauce on rotting meat, right? It's this constant cooking and cover-up. And now they are both equally as complicit. She is doing what he does. He was the original predator and she was prey, but then she converts to, to doing the exact things that he is doing. So they become complicit in this act. So he gives you a look and she gives, it's the whole thing is just, and there you're in the black hole. So first you're severed, then you're frozen, and then you sever from the events. It's like, you know, the events are in China and you are on, you know, some galaxy you've never heard of. Right? And then you're building 
to create what this environment or this evil wants because the only way to survive is to disappear and how do you disappear well you do what he says if you challenge it well then if you challenge it you have to go back to the blockage which means you have to go and see everything you're not going to challenge anything and now your whole system is just filled with evil because they just move in terror so there's there's an eviction you've completely evicted what are you evicted from well you're evicted from yourself and what is yourself yourself is divinity yourself is god paddington again whatever you want to call it source right so the journey is a I've, it's a journey is a journey home and there are horrible things that happen in that thing in that sculpting you know exile for me exile i failed cambridge i've got to make up i've got to go to new york and become something architect it's a male thing it's he needs to be male he needs to be strong i want to be a painter but like no right then oh i've got to be even more strong this identity this identity this cover-up it's all issuing from this evil which has tricked you into believing it's apparent right and you want to please it and make it happy and right now people can say oh well you know why you know this is crazy you should have known no one knows anything energy is a very powerful and terror is very powerful and if you've ended up in hell and you've made hell home so that's another thing that is very important to understand is as a child if you are trapped ambushed by evil I call it just trauma. If you get trapped there, the child, the, the idea is that they sever you from the light, from God. They sever you from yourself, right? Which is why people do drugs and disappear and distract, right? They've been, you've been severed from God, severed from source. And There's only that, let's put it that way. There's only this trick, these parents who have hurt you, who you're bonded to, and there's nowhere to go. You can't find yourself because you've been stolen from within, which is why we're always busy looking for a version of ourselves outside. You know, there must be a version of me. Oh, I connect to this person because they're a version of me. I connect, right? but you are your unique person, which you have no access to because it's been stolen, darkened. And what lies between you and yourself is terror, is fear. It's not the fear today, it's the overwhelmed fear of a child thinking, I am going to die. For me not to die, I have to black this out. For me not to die, I have to agree to all this shit and build this. Again, this is not conscious. You're just doing it because you're on the run, right? So when you do the medicine, the ayahuasca, what she's giving you is access to 
source to your home, to your original home. And to go home, you must wake up from the coma. You must face what happened and you must expel it from your system. So how do we do that? All right, so <clears throat> um, when you arrive to the medicine, you are severed from yourself, right? That's why you're there. I mean, who else would go to an ayahuasca ceremony? I mean, no one chooses to do it. It's like the last, it's like you're at wit's end. It's a very tough thing to do. Don't under, if you're with the energetic surgeons and oh my God, they're the wizards of the universe and you are healing with the plants, you better get ready for what's gonna happen. It's tough. This is not some kumbaya moment. It's gonna knock you fucking down, right? So, because you're asking for healing. You want healing? Okay, I'm gonna give you healing. Um, the medicine, first of all, you have to build a relationship with the plant. And to build that, remember, the plants are, you know, fed by the universe, by God, by source. I mean, you know, galaxies are being made and, you know, dollars are being done on the bottom of the ocean built by the sand. I mean, come on, the, the universe is... It's, you know, it's in flow all day, every day, right? So when you're disconnected, the first thing you need to do is to begin to build a relationship back with source. And that takes a while, right? It's a commitment to source, to God, to Paddington, whatever you want to call it. Now I had a whole, my whole being was one, like I had, demons all over me like I was riddled with demons and shit and darkness and horror I was in a complete captivity I don't even know how I survived but I was I was and I was in a ceremony where like just thousands of these snakes coming out of me and then the medicine just blew up into this Herculean sort of soldier of light I was smothered in evil from pedophiles from him from terror from Horror. I don't, I don't even know how I survived. And I wasn't under a bridge with a heroin needle. They were horrific. Such a cover-up. Right? So, I wasn't even here. So, the medicine first is going to numb you so she gets, she'll get through your, I call it, like a, I was built like a Russian submarine I was so fucking you weren't going to penetrate this it was so filled with terror and fear so the medicine is going to numb your ego and locate and GPS the moment that you were severed from source and that was done brilliantly in one in, in the initial ceremony she literally laid out like the, the, the treatment plan the day first day and that was, I was a little bird. First of all, I went, when they started singing, I was immediately inside the medicine and inside that world, like it was a password that I'd been waiting for and I was, boom, I was in. And then, because people don't connect, you have to connect to the plants. And then 
I was a little bird. I was so happy. I was one with everything. I was one with the plants. I was in pure bliss. And then the next thing was the moment the first injury happened, which he stuck his dick in my mouth. Boom. That was, it was literally, you were here, connected to God, connected to divinity, and then this event shut it all down. And this is when you were stolen, taken, etc. And then there was a huge exorcism. Again, the contract that he made with me when I was a child to shut up, to keep this silent. It was pure evil, right? Massive exorcism. I literally felt like I was a black hole collapsing. It was, the scream I gave out was just like insane. It, my whole body was being moved and moved. Like I was trapped in an energetic lair by evil. It was like a fucking black hole. I'd gone over the horizon, the event horizon. So first, she had to penetrate these layers that were literally all over me of evil and terror. That was just number one. And at the same time, you're beginning to build a relationship through the plants, with the plants. And really a relationship back to source, back to, yeah. So you're trusting it because a little girl or a little boy doesn't know that they've been taken because they're too little. They're barely conscious. There's this horrible thing has just happened. They don't know that there is God, that there is light, because that's the trick of the dark. They keep you in the dark. You're built in the dark, unknowingly. And again, the next trick is, well, you're connected to your parents. These are your parents. This is an incredible trick, right? So... That's the beginning. It's a lot of cleansing. It's like being in a washing machine. They're going to cleanse you and rinse you. And, and first of all, they had to penetrate and like get, begin to get this darkness out. It was like a dirty toilet, right? Shit. More and more shit. Then, as the, shit's, as the energy's coming up, so then these blocks of ice are being dissolved. Right? They're dissolved. And suddenly now you're in the raw moment of those events you're literally living a past in holograms in 3d holograms that dissolving of that ice and that blockage releases the feelings the truth of those moments that you have shut down you have to feel them you have to see them now every time that you release a blockage a truth you wake your divinity awakens. You begin. So imagine in the ambush, you're buried in the ground and the demonic evil is above, right? They have all the power. Once you begin to see what happened, they lose their power over you. Once you face them, they begin to dissolve because you're no longer scared of them. Why are you no longer scared is because you're now connected back to source. And this is 
I'm talking about it like it's a two-day journey. For me, it's been like, it was 10 years of meditation and then literally six years, seven years of this, of working with the medicine. She is dissolving the energetic layers. Every time there's a dissolution, information comes up. You're reliving. All that blockage that you shut down is now surfacing. As the truth surfaces, so your power surfaces. So you, as your divinity surfaces, and they lose their power. So they're being expelled from your being. I mean, it was all over, inside my body, all over my body. I was operated on twice. I had the memories in my ovaries. I had the the terror in my heart, right? It's being expelled out of you, right? So there's a buildup of the terror where you're frozen and you're building these falsehoods and this story that you're weaving to survive. And then suddenly the medicine is taking down the trestle. It's taking down the story. It's unweaving everything and bringing... And the only way that this can happen is because of the amount of love that the medicine comes with. Like, you are cushioned. There's no way I would have seen any of this were I not cushioned in love. No way. It's con- The love replaces the evil. There's a trusting. Like, I can see a little girl crying. I can see my little girl, like, oh, my God, the vulnerability of her. What must have been like, oh, my God, right? They lose their power when you return to your vulnerability and to love and to care. And this is a long process because in the same way that it took a long time to build up, the same way it takes a while to get back, because you're reversing, you're uncooking the cake. You're uncooking all the energy so you can be returned back home. What you're being returned to is the direct connection to divinity, which is already inside of you, which was shut down, comed out, blacked out. When that was blacked out, it's like all these invading forces moved in. That terror and that blackout meant that armies of evil showed up and kept you, held you prisoner. They have no power. They cannot live. You are no longer fertile ground. You're no longer their Petri dish once you face them because they're, they're waging, wagering on the fact that your terror will keep them alive. But when you come in, when you have an ally like the medicine and you and she's giving you love and for me it was like I was being reparented I was literally I was there was a black screen it was all pure black and then there was the Indians it was like I was being taken out from the blackness and reparented by the medicine and the Shipibo when you wake up and you reconnect to source by seeing by facing, by tearing down, you know, the power over you, they no longer live. And it takes a while. Um, Even recently, so for me, so there's a piece of me that still is scared, 
I mean, I've dealt with him. He's just a wanker. But there was a piece of me that was still connected to her, but she was equally as culpable. And again, in this method of dissolution, it's not forgiveness that I certainly haven't felt it that matters. It's not forgiveness. It's, there's a charge. There's an energetic charge that happens when there's trauma and there's terror. And there's, you know, overwhelm for a child. It's the charge of terror built between you and the predator. So that charge drowns you out, that terror. So that chart, when you wake up and you see it and you face it, you get your courage back. You now look down on it, right? It looked down on you. Now you look down on it because it's lost its power. So it's a dissolution of power and of that person, right? There was a... Uh, a vision I had in ceremony where I was this lion with my little child and I was like you know like God you know throwing them out of the kingdom right like you violated the rules of divinity get the fuck out of here they were both running it's a very famous painting of Adam and Eve running out of being thrown out of the kingdom it's very much as I saw my parents just being thrown out of the kingdom that was a long time ago so What returns is the flow of source. You become a channel. What they're doing is they're blocking the channel of source. So source cannot work through you because you are now owned by the dark, by evil. And the thing about this is if you've been built in, in horror and in hell and by evil, then everybody around you has also been cooked there. But they're in their dream. So you don't just lose them, you lose all everybody that's not willing to wake up from the dream. And you're no longer going to be the infantilized, terrified child that submits. You're like, now you get your ang. There's a lot of rage that you have to hold back when this shit happens. There's a lot. I was literally like, a piano that was numb that you couldn't play any notes on because there was no feeling at all. So what happens obviously when this is all dissolved and defrosted is you get your feelings back. It's like a technology. Oh, I can play that note G. Oh, I can feel angry. Oh, I can feel sad. I can feel this, that, the other, right? And so the rage when that note is put back on you, the rage at the horror of what they did to you, right? That's a big one because they want you to shut down your rage, shut down everything that you feel that you'll never challenge them. That's a trick because you're too scared. Why? Because for a child, there's either oblivion and death or the acceptance of this evil. That's it. Now, another great thing about the medicine is that there's no funny person in an outfit saying there's a man in your life. You have to go in. You will go and face your stuff on your own that's already in your psyche. You do the journey. 
it's up to you. It's your responsibility. Do you really want to be home? Do you really want to heal? You have to keep surrendering and surrendering and giving up and surrendering to the medicine and letting the medicine do the work. That's tough. Especially if you've been traumatized and you've built big egos to control everything. All right, you have to give up all your control. The priority, the commitment has to be absolute and that is to the healing of yourself at no matter what cost. And believe you me, big cost, right? As far as you're not out there like building the Taj Mahal, you're in ceremonies, cleansing, cleansing, connecting, cleansing, connecting, cleansing, connecting. For me, it was daily. And you're gonna feel the rage that you have never felt before. You're gonna see things that are gonna so disgust you. You're gonna think, what the fuck? You're, in the re- you're going to rescue your little girl, your little boy. You're gonna take her from that injury and bring her home or him home. You're gonna reintegrate them into this healthy you. You know, it is not in the natural order to stick a fucking dick in a four-year-old's mouth. Right? What's that about? Power. Power. What do they take? Your power. Your power to feel, to decide, to build your life, to live out the program that's within you. It's like, okay, I want to be a rose. Well, no. You're not going to be a rose. I need you to be a caterpillar. So let's all give up that rose bit thing and let's just like force ourselves into being a caterpillar. But you, if, you know what? If you're not a caterpillar, you're going to die. So all day you're tussling with this refusal of your truth and the accommodation of this foreign thing that's got nothing to do with you, but you have to accept as you. Of course you're looking for a version of yourself because you're fucking severed from yourself right it is an oxymoron it is being a square when you're really just you know a little hexagonal thing or a round thing it's like you're being pushed and being forced to you're, you're basically fuel for evil I was fuel for evil I need you to become an art, be something that's an identity that makes me look good. This is all, again, it's layers of subtle conditioning. You have to marry someone that matters so I look good. You know, it's all, I was fuel. And in my little brain, I'm like, oh, I've got to save him. I didn't know what I was doing. I was completely and utterly, you know, owned, controlled. I suppose it's like being in a cult, really. But it's your parents. So... You have to give all of them up. So here's the thing. They show up as your parents, trick A. Very difficult for children to give up their parents. You have to expel every single breath of them out of your system, they're evil. You have to see them as evil. Again, very difficult to see if you spent your whole life pretending them into something else, right? It's waking up in these layers of energy. And trusting 
this you know what when you come to it, a foreign thing which is this plant it's a spirit right you have to trust it implicitly you have to build a relationship with it she is going to test you all along the way how willing are you to come home? how willing what is your loyalty to the light how much are you going to give up to reconnect this is not this is a privilege <laughs> it is a hard one privilege there's all the temptations of the world oh, i want to go this i want to have a do that I, you know. no i want home i want home more than anything else i don't know what that looks like this certainly isn't it all the horror i've had to go through because i wouldn't challenge these pieces of evil that had shown up as my parents. I was too scared to challenge them. So I went outside always, never chat. I mean, I remember one line I wrote in this book I was writing, which was when I was in the middle of this divorce, was I was, had the enemies outside and the enemy within. I'd been kidnapped. I'd been evicted. Where was I going to go? There was no, I, there, I was lost. Out the outside, I had enemies that were trying to take everything from me. And when I went inside, people judged me, telling me what a loser I was. I mean, it was just like, what the fuck? I was surrounded by evil. And the only way I could even have begun this journey was through the medicine. But I had to build a relationship with her, trusting sitting, surrendering, day after day after day after day, after test, after fear, after doubt, everything. Not knowing. I didn't know where I was going. I had no idea. Now, one of the things about the medicine is in ceremony, and I think one of the things that really helped me is like, listen, there will be a moment when this won't be happening. Look, this is the future. Here's a piece of the future for you. There will be a moment when you have your power back. How you get there, you all don't know. I don't know how. When, when it was going to happen, I have no idea. But what they're doing is, they're ex it's like extracting those, imagine yourself with a, you know, 10,000, 10 million needles. She's taking out each one out of you. It's like you're, it literally is like somebody fired 10 million needles into you and you're pinned up and she's taking each one out. You're like, a, you know, those butterfly boxes that are pinned down. She's taking each one out that you've been numbed with and it's all terror. And every time she takes one out, you're going to see the truth and you're going to puke out the energy. There was one very, there were many powerful ones, but one really was powerful that I really puked and puked. And I had to see my father holding my hand, waiting for me to be sold. That was the fucking worst. And I was literally a drone in the sky. Right? So what the medicine is doing is first of all, taking out the enemy, which is evil, right? That's captured you, that has evicted you from your home. She's cleaning you out and you are a vessel for God. So 
You're a blockage if you're smothered in evil. She's giving you your power back and your courage back because you have to go face it, but you don't face it alone. You go in knowing that there is this incredible power of the universe, Paddington, the ayahuasca. But you have to commit to the medicines, the ayahuasca. When I say the medicines, the ayahuasca, and all the plants that she suggests that you take. And then you are woken up. You are surfaced from the bottom of the ocean. It's little by little by little. The more you see, the more power they lose. They want you to be in the dark. They want you to be scared. They want you to feel hopeless so they can own you and you can do the bidding of evil. I don't know who I am when I don't have all this evil. I don't know what I believe in. The funny thing is that in my version of how this works, that, so for me, I had to build someone, right? I had to create a force, I had to create a person that was an effort. It was like, I've got to sit down and invent this person and, right, create it. And I thought, well, who am I when I'm not creating a cover-up? Well, what you are is a channel for God. I mean, there's nothing to create. It's naturally flowing from you when you're a channel for energy. And I say the energy is source. The source lives through you. You naturally, you know what to do. It's like when Bad Bunny was asked, well, you created three albums during the pandemic. It's not work. It's who he is, which is why he's such a huge success. It's who he is. He is this dynamic flow of energy. He is the vehicle for those songs. It comes to him. He's a clean vehicle, right? It's not work. It is, for me, everything was work. Everything. I was negotiating every fucking second of the day because I was captured. And if you're captured, you don't flow through life. You constantly negotiate and build a person. That's it. When life is flowing through you, you're Bad Bunny. <laughs> Bad Bunny is a fantastic example of he loved doing something, he believed in it, and he did it. And now he's mega successful because he's being the truth of who he is. And by the way, it doesn't mean he has to be an incredible, you could be an incredible nurse. You could be, as long as you're doing what flows from within you, you could be cleaning toilets for fuck's sake, if that's your thing, right? It's what is the essence of you. That is a natural, you're the source, you're, the, you're just a channel for source. So my greatest fear will was, well, two, th one thing was, you know, I had to keep building this person. I have to keep, first of all, I had to create, recreate. So I had many jobs. One was I had to 
restrain the truth and live in resistance to the horror that had happened to me, number one. Number two, I had to build a person that was a complete and utter falsehood dictated by evil and its needs, which meant it, it, I needed to be powerless and do its bidding, right? So I had to invent an architect, invent, you know, I had to capture this guy who was my husband, who, again, it was all a trap by source, right? And then I had to live the horrors of the divorce, right? It was constant. I had to invent them. I had to invent the story of them. I was the heroine and they were really lovely people. It was all a lie. It was all constant and utter invention and creation to survive. Not seeing that in fact it was a complete and utter trick by evil. And actually the, the kind of the weirdest piece of this was when I thought, and, and she was a holdout. My mother was an infantilized child who just went along with him and then became him and the whole thing. I had to get rid of all of them. And I, I finally, I, was, I had to get rid of her and I was shown, look, she was in the car and taking you to be abused when you didn't want to go. Okay. But at the end, it was like, okay, fine, I've got both of them. And it was like, no, evil came to get you before you were born. It's a whole other chapter, right? In the end, the cleansing of all of it from your body, which again, you can't see if you look at me, you go, oh, she's a perfectly normal person. She seems lovely. She has a regular job. She, has, she makes money. She has an income block. Doesn't, none of that shit matters. It's all these massive forces of energy that are here that we are blind to. The predator and the prey. Why they exist, I have no idea. I think my suggestion is they never wanted to, I, I, for me it's like, it feels like there's a, again, this is only my, you know, supposition. Is that there's a, there's a constant, you know, creation, death, creation, death, you know. Creation lives to its ripest, dies. Creation lives to its ripest, dies, right? You're just a little drop of this huge ocean of divinity. And it's like this evil doesn't follow the order. In evil, there's no love. In evil, it doesn't want to die. It doesn't want to go home. It's a renegade or something. And it feeds off the light by stealing it. Yeah, it lives in the under in the underworld, which is a horrible place, by the way, to be. I mean, ugh, what I've had to see is just no. Um, now you might have done something terrible in another life. I mean, I don't know about other lives. I know people that have are dealing with intergenerational trauma. I was told I did something pretty awful in another life. 
So perhaps this is a payback, karmic payback. I've had to be in this huge struggle to get out of the dark, to understand the horror of it, how it works. I don't know. Once you're on the journey, the journey is endless, right? There's always something else to know and understand. Because I think we're living on the pimple of a huge ass, this little tiny universe of ours, endless asses, in which there is so much going on and that we do not understand. I don't think we understand anything, actually, a little bit of something, but hardly anything. And we're apes. We're just another fruit fly with a little bit more functioning that likes W hotels and, you know, good wine. But one of the biggest pieces of this is humility and privilege. It's the humility in front of the power of this universe to surrender to it and to be even had the door a little bit ajar and welcomed in for a tiny moment is an enormous gift and privilege to be healed and rescued by I mean thousands of Indians thousands I mean I would say by light by the who are the plants an incredible gift and honor you are expected to do the work, you know, as the medicine said to me, look, we're here because of teamwork. We all worked to get here. You put in the effort. It's me, the Shipibo, and all the plants in that ceremony space. We are all working against these forces. The commitment. And then you don't know how deep the injury is. Only recently, I had a week where I was really fucking angry. I was angry at everything and people. And, blah. and I recognized that that anger was required to get another piece of the filth out, another piece of the invasion out. Right? That again, it was, you know, it's almost like it wants you paralyzed. It wants you asleep. And the door of that vault is, you know, terror. So in that rage, it's like it blasts open the door. It's like, wake up. What are you doing? Why are you still in the same? You've chosen the same people to live with. Why are we still recreating the conditions of that falsehood? You know, you need to start your life. You need to sort of create. You can, you know, you're here, right? You've been healed. You can create your life. Well, that's what the dark doesn't want you to do. It doesn't want you to create your life. It wants to keep you in paralysis and owned by evil. And I think the piece was my mother. It was like the guilt that was instilled. It's like this poison. Get that shit out. Get all of them out. You need to get every single last breath of them out of your system in order to heal. Well, in, and what does healing mean? Because you power back. You create your life from you, from the flow, from the channel that you are of God. I hate God because it sounds like a male. It's not male. It's, it's uni, male and female. I mean, it's like you're, you're both.
to have rage in my household was to be male. Isn't that interesting, right? If you were angry, there was, and there was, if you were a male, then you weren't a submissive female. Then that was completely out of, it was like oil and vinegar. It couldn't exist there. You had to be a submissive, paralyzed, powerless, fawning, agreeing, building according to evil person, to their needs. Sometimes in, I'm in taxi cabs and people want to talk. I don't want to talk. And I remember that goes back to when I was a kid, like you have to make that person happy. They want to talk, you need to talk. Right? I don't talk, don't want to talk, do not want to engage, not interested. That's a huge energetic thing in me. It's like, no, I don't want to talk. I don't fucking make this fucking person happy. I don't want to. I don't want to, right? If I talk, it's because I want to, not because I'm obliged to, because there's a guy that growing up that required for all of us to submit to this piece of evil. Right? And this is fierce stuff. This is not kumbaya stuff. It's evil and, 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 and light. That's it. It's fierce. It's horrible. It's cruel. I have no problem calling it. It's calling it evil. It's evil. This is not like, oh, let's, let's all be politically correct and call it like a diluted god. Or oh, fuck, no, it's evil. If a guy's sticking a dick in a four-year-old's mouth, it's evil. No problem saying it. No problem spelling it out. As I say, it's better. You know, tell me the worst news. I can navigate the dark. I can navigate when, I, when the lights are on. I can't navigate in the dark. And it's part of the universe, so is it part of God? I don't know, it's here. It's like it's built its own renegade army and it feeds off the light. I was captured to be used to fulfill an end. And that's what I knew myself to be, a victim. Yeah, it's my job. I fix you. You use me to get to your own ends. Where I am, I have no idea. I mean, I've abandoned myself, you know, you're abandoned. You, you, the medicine said, look, you abandoned yourself. By the name of evil. So this is all very murky. These energies are not seen in this moment, in this reality. You see them, you know, they're like x-rays in the medicine when you're in this other altered dimension. It's a medicine. It's not a trip, it's a medicine. And you're fully conscious. So to heal, it's like you're just at the tip of the iceberg and then underneath there's all the shit going on, you have no idea. You're resisting the truth. You're using all this energy to resist the truth. You are not who you are. You built a falsehood and a you know, you literally are all blocked up. There's not one fucking interview that has any flow in it. And you've invented, you've reinvented these characters so you can't see them. Because they're too scary. Well, now all of that has to be completely overturned. All of it. Every little piece of it has to be exposed. And when you wake up your feelings and the rage comes and oh, you're going to let that shit out so it 
It breaks a piece of the ice. So as you grow out of the ground, so the, the darkness loses its power. It, yeah, you become now the one that's in charge. It's the one that cowers in the wake of your light. Will you know what to do? I don't know. I think when it's gone completely, you will just do and be who you are. No longer tethered or sculpted by anything. You're just dissolved into the flow of the universe. It literally is like uncooking a cake. I've always said this. I think that's actually a really nice metaphor. It's like, you know, that you're the egg, your parents are the water and the flour, and you're all cooked up in this ambush. And then when you begin uncooking, it's like literally all the elements are undone. They go back to being whatever, and you go back to being your original self, the egg. You're no longer living in relationship to them. I want every breath removed from every cell of my body. And that will mean uncomfortable feelings like rage and anger, despair, shock. Waking up is not easy. But neither is being asleep. Living with generalized anxiety, not quite knowing, never can't get out, you're feeling stuck all the time. That's certainly not paradise either. But at least in the waking up, eventually as a cleansing, as a clearing. And also, I say specifically, because I believe in, we're gonna keep coming back with just energy, to not take it with you. Who wants to die and then relive this shit again? Relive it and re oh, no. If I have to do it, this is the lifetime I, you know, this is when this, this has to take place, so be it. Let it be done completely. Let me go right to the end of this shit and be completely healed and cleansed. Really, it's more about cleansing and returned home as a nice, clean, piece of divinity then to have to be thrown out again and do this shit all over again it's purely for my own benefit as well as well as wanting to know to who I am you can't know who you are if you're covered in shit other people's shit and you're terrified of that shit it's a process it's a journey it's a commitment it's a privilege and it's an honor and it's a surrender. And it's gonna suck for all the shit and the darkness. But it's gonna be amazing for you. And it is a death. And it is a cleansing. And it is a surfacing, a resurfacing. And you'll realize all sorts of things. There is no time. It's fluid, back and forth. And you will be given you know, goalposts, timelines of things that are going to happen. And it's going to be tough and you won't know what's happening. You'll have to keep surrendering. And you're, you're going to be afraid. And you're going to doubt. And you're going to have to 
can be tested over and over and over. And it has to be a commitment to the end, whatever that end looks like. I have no idea. But there are victories every time you wake up to a horrible truth. There is such a victory. And you will weep. Little innocent children stolen by evil. May we all be healed. Every single one of us that remains frozen, terrified by events that had nothing to do with us, that stole our divinity, that froze our divinity. May we all be healed. Bye.